Hello, world singers. My name is Tyler. My name is Brooke. And this is Cosmere Cosmere Conversations. Welcome to all, you Cosmere friends. We have taken another dip into the speculation land where all of the Cosmere speculations just percolate in a kind of newosphere of just a bunch of a cognitive realm, if you will, of just speculation. The shard pool of speculation. That's it exactly. A shard pool of speculation. You're the best with the naming. We are going deep on one of the great mysteries big mystery of who is shalon devar's mother yes this could be considered a sequel to our previous episode about the timeline of shalon devar because this is another just big mystery about shalon's past and like potentially shalon's identity and it kind of ties into all of the threads that we were untangling in that episode and some of that stuff is going to start to come into play in this episode as well absolutely you know how the periodic table is all the different elements and then they got the little cutaway section down at the bottom but in reality that's supposed to be in the middle they just didn't want to mess up all of the cool table that they made (laughs) they're like we already memorized all of this we can't mess it up yes and it fits so perfectly and they were like all the noble guesses are on the right side and blah 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 and then they were like oh we discovered all these other elements let's just subsection this out That's basically what this episode is. It's the subsection. It's all the crazy elements that only exist for like a hot second. And from our perspective, that's what's going on with Shalon's mom. She is existing for brief moments in flashbacks, in memories, in stories that people are telling about their life, stories that Shalon is telling about her and her family's life. And we get so many different versions and perspectives on what happened to Shalon's family, that it's not dissimilar from how the prologues are always talking about what happened at Gavilar's mm-hmm. final day. Mm-hmm. We get Shalon's yeah, story. Yeah, the more we like dig into Shalon's story and kind of peel out the details that Shalon herself has forgotten or misremembered in different ways the more I feel like this question mark presents itself. As I said, we dove deep into the shard pool of speculation and have pulled out some of the major theories about who Shalon's mom is. But let's begin with the facts. Like, let's let's go do the research. Yeah. And look into the text. Let's start what do with we have? what we know about Shalon's mom, which is startlingly little. Literally, we do not even know her name. We have a name for everyone else in Shalon's family. And every time I think about this, I'm like, is it Lynn? Right? Isn't there a Lynn Devar? Because Lynn in English is a lady's name usually. But Lynn Devar is her father, and we do not ever get a name for her mother. So she's just Shalon's mom. Shalon's mom has got it going on. We are going to figure out exactly what is up with her. Like Shalon, she is blessed with red hair. That is mentioned. And a similarity yes. between them 
with the hair and eyes, right? She's described as having green eyes and red hair. And then really the only other thing that we quote unquote know about Shalon's mom, and I put that in quotes because we only ever see it from Shalon's perspective. And so I do want to just flag that as just there's a fact. We have not seen this event from any other points of view, which may, you know, shed different perspective, different light on this event. But what we have heard about Shalon's mom is that along with an associate of hers, who is assumed to be a skybreaker acolyte, Shalon's mom attempted to kill Shalon for being, quote, one of them, end quote, we think meaning a surge binder. And Shalon killed her mother in self-defense with Testament Blade. That is what we have kind of up to and through Rhythm of War and our understanding of the situation. But just getting that amount of information took four books. Yeah, And exactly. took all of the different <laughs> moments with Shalon and understanding her character. It is the defining moment because Shalon killing her mother then sets up a negative spiral that her father gets into about wanting to protect Shalon. Seemingly. Yeah, and and wanting to not let the true story be known about what happened on that yeah. night. Protecting, we don't even know entirely about like how involved he was, but certainly it causes a negative spiral in their family, which is how we are introduced to Shalon and the big secret. Remember when the big secret was that Shalon had killed her father? Like yeah. that used to be the thing. And it was only then later I remember revealed. being confused at the second one. I was like, wait, didn't she already kill one of her parents? Yes. And plus <laughs> Lynn, which is doubly confusing. Yeah. So I think that this moment is not done either. Like we are going yeah. to continually be circling around it. And yeah, because like as you start to dig into her family, there's just so many questions that I feel like we haven't really explored on this podcast because there are so many other things going on with Shalon that it's like kind of easy to gloss over this. But there's a lot of questions about not just who her mom is, but like why is her her mom and her parents and her family in general associated with so many powerful, uh, powerful groups. Mm -hmm. If her mom is associating with the Skybreakers and then her dad is later with the Ghostbloods and her older brother is later with the Skybreakers, seemingly. And there's like Shalon an unmade that has been said to have an effect on her family. And there's just like a lot going on with this family. It does feel very Skywalker-esque. Like just everybody's got something going <laughs> yeah. on. Like Luke and Leia, but then they're related to the Ben. And all, like just everyone is connected to powerful forms of investiture. And it seems to kind of be swirling around them. And that leads us to the big theory that is out there. Yeah, there's a big one major theory that has emerged about Shalon's mom. And I have to say, I was not like super on board with this theory to start with, but I'm kind of on board now and I don't want to be, but I feel like it makes sense. So we're going to lay it all out and talk about the theory that Shalon's mom is one of the heralds. My immediate reaction is... That could work. There's something so mysterious about Shalon's background and that has also been building up a while, maybe kind of 
influenced by the fandom as well. But I think in general, these concepts of Kaladin being mm-hmm. the son of Tanavas. Yeah, literally. The, yes, and the debate between son of honor and son of Tanavas that has surrounded Kaladin, I would see it as fitting in a way if the reveal was that there is a child of a very powerful entity, you know, from Rashar, and that's the one that was right in front of you the entire time. Here are all the hints that I laid out. Kaladin? Is, no, no, no. Oh, that, oh, that oh. is Shallan yeah. instead of Kaladin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it would be like a uh, misdirection on Brandon's behalf. But I don't necessarily feel like I'm aware enough of all the different heralds. So, like, tell me more about this theory. Is We've met some of the heralds. We've met some of them. We talked on our bonus podcast a while ago about all of the heralds and like who we know, who we don't know. Most of the female heralds we have not seen. Obviously, we see Ash a lot, but we've seen now all of the male heralds in book. All of them are accounted for and are, you know, easily pinpointable. Basically, none of the females are. The one that seems to fit as Shallan's mom the best is Chana, Chanarok, Chanaranarok. <laughs> Pronunciation, how you want it to be. Yeah. And as you mentioned, most of the female heralds not seen or not well understood to have been seen. Yeah. There is a. There are like hints mm-hmm. and soft confirmations. At quite a few of them, Chana is maybe the only one that, like, we don't really have any strong hints or soft confirmations as to who she is. We'll get into some other theories about who might be Chana as well. But Chana is often depicted with red hair and either blue or green eyes. So basically the same as Shalon's mom obviously. A lot of people on the internet have pointed out pictures of Chana that look very similar to Shalon, in particular with like the colors that she's wearing and armor that she wears that is similar to Radiant. We will absolutely put one of these images specifically from Rhythm of War where there's an image of Shauna that basically looks like Radiant or could be radiant version of yeah i think radiant is blonde that's correct because they do have the clear different okay so the merged version of shallan when she is like in a full suit of armor could be easily mistaken for what is instead this herald so physically they on point but it's more when it comes to so many of the circumstances the circumstances surrounding Shallan's life and events in her life are just questionable. For example, why did the cryptics send a spren to bond Shallan twice, even after she turned the first one into a deadeye? It seems like the honor spren were so upset that they were willing to like forego contact with humanity forever, and the cryptics yeah. watched Shallan murder. Do like the number the one thing. thing that they were worried about her doing. And then we're like, it's fine. Send another one. (laughs) And obviously, Spren have far more agency than we maybe originally thought. So these are clear, like there's elements of choice, 
but there's a motivation for that choice. Yeah. There's some reason, some X factor. Maybe the cryptics know about plans that Odium has. That could be that's an X factor. I mean, they well, Pattern at least kind of says that he and the cryptics know, quote unquote, that Shalon is going to kill Pattern, but the benefit to the cryptics is enough that they're willing to risk it, which is fine. I mean, that's an explanation, but it does seem weird. Like, why would you pick the same person, you know? So the argument being that Shalon is special as the child of a herald, and so they are willing to kind of double down on this particular bond. Now, what we know about Shalon's mom is that there was this moment where she seemingly wanted to kill Shalon because of her radiantness or her surge binderness. Yeah. That sets up the main conflict with this theory because the group that we associate and that we assume her associate was from is the Skybreakers. The Skybreakers is run by Nail, who is pretty directly involved with the Skybreakers. And if Shalon's mom was involved with the Skybreakers and Shalon's mom was also a herald, I feel like Nail would know her and be like, <laughs> oh, hey, Shauna, how's it going? Why have you decided to join the Skybreak? Like they would have conversations. And that sets up more of a a, a negative example of what mm. could be going on. Like if the... we think that the Skybreakers are involved, then that probably means Nail is involved and he would be aware of other heralds involved. Well, yeah, but then also Nail is killing all of the young Radiance. And so that brings up a question of like, well, why didn't Nail kill Shallan? Like, to we come back never, and kind of finish the job. Maybe this is a memory that Shallan has suppressed and we'll see it later. Mm-hmm. But like, why do we never see or hear about Nail showing up to kill Shallan when like she clearly has a bond, is manifesting powers? Like, she's a full radiant. She's way more than Yim or or Lift or any of the other baby radiants that we see him try to kill. That's an excellent point. And there is a supporting theory regarding that fact that if Nail was interested in the radiant potential of Shalon, but Shalon was the right. daughter Is of a Shana's daughter, you could see him maybe being like, you gonna, take you take go care there. of it. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, look, we both know what has to be done. Like, I won't kill her, but you need to. And there is a counter theory that one of the things that Nail uses as justification for killing the Radiance is that they have broken some law, that they are a surge binder who has also done something wrong according to like the legal laws mm. of the land. Sure. And so it's like a double type of uh, penalty situation or double jeopardy, whatever <laughs> they call it in the legal world. And it's like, mm, sorry, that's two strikes. You're out immediately. I'm going to have to kill you. <laughs> and so if... Maybe knowing that type of situation, Shauna is then in a kind of protective element, protecting from Nail, introducing a like self-defense argument for Shalon is, oh, she's not doing something bad mm. by becoming a Radiant. She is doing it as a protection from me who's trying to kill her. 
Um, and so, it's so like, then like Nail can't come for her because she didn't do anything wrong, Got legally it. speaking. Yeah, that is one of the theories That's that I've seen out there as mm-hmm. just a maybe this is what's going on. And these are all using a starting point of Shalon is the daughter of Shauna. Right. <laughs> so, of course. I mean, that's what we're doing here. Keep that in mind. We will try to intersperse some of the counterpoints and counter arguments, but there's fairly more theorizing we can do. So let's there's continue There's a lot down. more in favor. Um, another thing here is that obviously trying to kill your own daughter is not usually considered sane behavior, which might be evidence of the Herald's magical malady. Chana is known as, quote unquote, the guard. And so the thought is that maybe her instinct to guard and to protect is being perverted or heightened here. And that is why she tries to kill Shalon. Yeah, that could be the Isaac Asimov situation of, you know, you're trying to create a perfect AI that wants to serve humans, but not then take over humans as a example of how they are serving about just like, oh, the most dangerous thing here is humans. So (laughs) I'm going to control all of the humans. And if the guard is having a perversion of that instinct of like, I need to guard and the most dangerous thing here is the little the surge binder, yeah. uh, then that's the thing I need to attack. And that didn't go well for her, seemingly. It does seem like, again, we only see Shalon's mom from Shalon's perspective. So it's very hard to tell what is real. But it seems like people would have known that Shalon's mom was like a little bit crazy. You know, like as soon as you see Ash, you're like, I mean, something's kind of off about you. And you don't really hear any other characters. Granted, we only see her sons and her husband, but they don't ever seem to mention like, mom could be kind of weird sometimes. So that's an argument against her mom being a herald, I think. That a herald, almost by definition, can't be having like just a happy life. a happy, functional yeah. human being. There's a, there's a lot of different speculation on just that question right there can a herald be living a happy life at this point in their story i don't think so I like think i don't think they, they can be, be well broken. adjusted yeah exactly <laughs> and the question maybe of if chana is the mother of shalan maybe having a family was a solution a temporary fix. Yeah, maybe to it like madness. anchored her a yeah, little bit more. Staved off some of the madness. That's an interesting thought. And then some element of that broke, maybe a nail or another aspect like interfered with the illusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, a la like WandaVision. Sure. Style. Yeah. Uh, you know, you the, this is not your family. Exactly. And it was like broken no. and that then set her off and the the madness kicked in and hmm. then she just goes to kill Shalon like the first thing that she yeah. happens to see. Hmm. It's interesting though because one of the things that couldn't get out of the story is the man who Shalon also killed. Right. The night mm-hmm. that she killed her mother. There were two murders that night. Yeah. And her mom and her associate. Yes. Associate is eventually portrayed as lover 
that they're we're having right. an affair. That's like the rumor around town. Like, oh, Lynn killed his wife and her lover. Because he came home, caught them yeah. in the act, and murdered them in rage. But I'm also very curious of that person's identity because if it is someone in the Skybreakers somehow connecting her to one of these larger organizations, then how does that change our understanding of that night well see i'm really loving this theory now nail is like you need to go kill your radiant offspring because they're going to bring about the desolation and i'm going to send like a watchdog with you basically to like mm, make sure you do it person who's yeah ooh, he's you know the second for, so yeah. that if she chickens out and is like i can't freaking kill my daughter bro He'll be like, fine, I'll do it. Like, we gave you a chance, but this is what needs to be done. I'm I'm into it now. Okay, now you've gone full yeah. into it. So let's take this theory actually to its conclusion because it's a yes. dark, dark conclusion, in my opinion. You want to talk about Tom? Yeah. Okay, just, this was great when I saw this mentioned. It broke my brain because, of course, at one point, after the Rhythm of War release, Brandon was asked, you know, how did the Fused get back? How did everything restart? And what b- was the thing that finally broke Tom, the last Herald? And Brandon said, oh, I want to be clear. Tom didn't break. Yeah. And then the whole Gosmere fandom went completely insane. <laughs> Trying to unravel the mystery of, okay, if Tom didn't break, then what was the beginning of this most recent desolation? Well, so here's the thing. If Tom didn't break, how did he get back to Rishar in corporeal form? He should still be on Braze. Right. So presumably the only other way that could happen is if another herald broke, sending all of the eligible heralds back to Rishar. So here's the theory. Shalon kills her mother. Who is? Who is Chana. Chana goes back to Braze, is tortured for a few, a handful of years, breaks, sending both her and Talm back to Rishar, starting this desolation cycle. I love it. It just fits so well. Well, it is terrifying to imagine that future for Shalon. This kid's been dealt a lot. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be great for her. At the same time, she's just like, okay, I'm just beginning to process that I killed my father, and then I find out that I killed my mother, and then I find out that I also totally killed Testament. And BT dubs, my mom was a herald, and I started the desolation that would end all of humanity some people on the internet have pointed out a few different quotes throughout the books of shallan kind of saying things to that effect like well you can't blame me for ruining the world or like it's not my fault the desolation started and like there's a few like maybe three times that she says something to that effect so yeah, it's the foreshadow warnings going off in the background of just like, this could be a big deal Whoops. when you look back. Another moment that I want to call out for this theory is a moment that we've talked about before. The moment when Hoyd first sees, meets Shalon at Middlefest. She is a young girl 
maybe I think like 11 or 12. And he is immediately completely gobsmacked, shocked. He takes an interest in her. And in the past, we've always suspected that this is because he can see that she is a surge binder. But post-rhythm of war, when we look back at that scene, we now know that at this point, Shalon has no radiant bond. Her testament bond is broken or damaged, at least, because testament is a dead eye. And it's years before she's ever going to bond pattern. So she's in this gap period where seemingly she doesn't have a bond. It would be strange because we thought that maybe the thing that Hoyd had vision of was pattern, was one of her uh, different spren. But that doesn't seem to be the case. There would be no spren. And even though she does display some latent abilities of yeah. surge binding. She has at some that like time. lingering light weaving going on. I so there's like something still going on with her testament bond, but it seems like that wouldn't be strong enough for the strength of the shocked reaction that we see from Hoyd. So I do feel like it makes more sense for that reaction if Hoyd was seeing the child of a type two invested entity. Now, I want to present a small counter, which just seen a surge binder on Rashar, which Hoyd seemingly could have been around for many a desolations as they've been happening yeah. and then not happening over thousands of years. And Hoyd's definitely been operating on that timeline. He could have been around on Rashar, seen previous surge binders, and then known about this huge gap. And if he was somehow able to identify Shalon as a surge binder, that could be a big enough moment to gobsmack him in such a way. But I agree with you. It does seem like it is It's just like more... slightly off. And what I like even more is that because there is no spren, like I really thought that the thing he may have been able to see mm-hmm. because of his hoidness was the spren itself. If there is no spren, then what is it that he has seen that is so attracting to him? Well, he could be able to see just like investiture in general and be able to see invested entities, invested people. Well, I think he But would... again, at this moment, like she's not invested. She is not actively inhaling stormlight. She is not light weaving. Like she doesn't even have a full radiant bond. But in order for this theory to play out, there has to be something immediately identifiable for Hoyd. Right. So if she is the child of a herald, Heavily she has invested. yeah, innate investiture like already. A returned. Like someone with the fifth heightening. I mean, breath. probably less than that, since she's the child of sure. but more than a regular human. And no, that's what I think that it is similar to and maybe how Hoyd is discerning what Shalon is. Imagine the descriptions on Nalthus of different people as they gain breath there's mm-hmm. like that saturation and they you know they they get physical benefits as well yeah but the way that they are described to be able to see people and then eventually you get life sense yeah. to an even grander ability but i would think that maybe that's what hoyd is seeing mm-hmm. very clearly is that like it's a field of drab colors And then in walks this 11-year-old girl who is bright and vibrant and like pulsating with investiture. 
innate, seemingly innate. Like yeah. there, there is no spren that is around. And if that is possible, I don't even know if that's possible. But if that's, I, I'm trying to identify what it could be that Hoyd saw and like yeah. what it seemed like to him had just happened. Unless, okay, here's another thought. Maybe Hoyd was burning gold at the time and he like sees Shalon's future. Mm, okay. There's something there. I mean, that's certainly an ability. I mean, I think that's possible and might explain Again, like his immediate interest in her, but also his enduring interest in her. Keeps coming back. He is interested in Kaladin too. Like he shows up for Kaladin a lot, but I feel like his relationship with Shalon is just different. Yeah, we've always called it more personal. Yeah, so much more time with her. And so that might, well, either one of these, either gold or this Herald theory might explain that. A couple of other quick arguments in favor of this theory Shalon remembers that her parents were always arguing about her future, which, you know, we kind of take just to be like a noble girl's marriage. But obviously, this would be a much more heated conversation if she is the child of a herald. And I feel like there would be a bunch of weird conversations regarding, hey, what's up, you herald? <laughs> like, but, you know, as husband and wife... I may have a couple of questions if it turned out that you were a herald. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, does Lynn know? Exactly. Or does he not know? And then he's like, well, obviously, we're going to marry our daughter off. And Chana's like, uh, she's a freaking... Bound for greater things. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't just marry her to some lame noble. But that brings up the question is, this is supposed to be a relatively small noble house this is not one of the major not one of note they're in the countryside exactly and that leads us to the question we brought up earlier is like why is there so much attention on them why are there elements of possibly the skybreakers known elements of the ghost bloods and then as you mentioned with helleran eventually the skybreakers definitely back into the picture yeah so we have like theoretical connections to the skybreakers over multiple generations the ghostblood's involvement huge debts and political ties to other vaden houses that are eventually you know thrown into chaos and civil war because of good old assassin and white version of zeth he's on a reform path everyone but i am most intrigued by something you mentioned very briefly which is an unmade influence. Yeah, Brandon has mentioned that part of the darkness that is described in House Devar is due to unmade influence. We don't really know like what all that is encompassing, but seemingly that would be an incredibly specific and targeted use of an unmade to just like be chilling with this one family and we don't see them interact with the outside world quite as much but it doesn't seem like the other noble houses around them are experiencing the same types of things that are happening like exclusively in house devar and when we bring in all of these different elements it leaves us with this situation of like a lot of circumstantial evidence around yeah but there are a couple more 
theories out there because the who is Chana question has existed for a while before people settled on Shalon's mom. Yes. There before are... we were thinking of Shalon's mom, we were thinking about Lys, the assassin from Way of Kings. I still think Lys is someone, something. Maybe she's a world hopper. I don't know. But she weirdly has a shard blade and she's very mysterious. There have been quite a few questions asked about this. In 2018, Brandon raffled two questions about Liss being Chana and about whether Liss is a surge binder. He also raffled whether or not we've seen Liss anywhere else. Peter has said that Chana has been seen on screen by at least one character in the first two books. So that could be either Liss or Shalon's mom. Lots and lots of questions. There is some out there speculation that Shauna, not being Shalon's mom, is seen in form of the prostitute that Adolin saves in Way of Kings because they're trying to just fill this slot that Peter has dropped that like she's been Mm. on screen. She's appeared. You know, we assume that may mean that she's had dialogue, had a line of some type that like gets her into the story officially and if she was just somehow like at an event i would find that to be less convincing i mean i feel like there's a lot of characters though that are just mentioned offhand they might not have a line but they're like mentioned by another character so i don't know it's such a vague clue which is of course the point (laughs) Exactly. It's meant to send people down the rabbit holes and looking for every possible thing. And this, yeah. I think, just, you know, met a couple of different boxes that could be checked off yeah. uh, in the I don't search. remember if that prostitute was redheaded, but she could have changed her appearance. So, And on the changed appearance note, I have... The most out there theory. Okay. Are you, we ready for this? Maybe. We go deep into Cosmere's Conversations Crazy Conjection Corner, where I bring the most crazy theory that I can find into the broader view, which is all the things that we've just speculated on, nay, nay, all an illusion, all a misdirect, oh, because illusion is the key to one character's existence. And the one character is, of course, Shallan, the real Shallan, the true Shallan, who is Chana. Chana is oh. Shallan. All oh my gosh. Of this is just a misdirect for the most simple and basic answer. That strains credulity. Why does Chana look like Shallan? Because Chana is Shallan. <laughs> and there is a deep what shallan labels formless but another personality deep deep within shallan and this is the speculation that chana's madness is that she forgets that who she herald. is and relives a life like a um, rebirth type of sequence the only thing that i don't like about that is that I really like the Taln explanation. And <laughs> she couldn't have gone back to Braze and then died and returned if she was Shallan. That is true. 100%. That couldn't exist. I'm like 100% convinced about this. Because we love Taln so much. And the concept that 
Tom didn't break leaves such a big open hole in what we know about the desolation, which is very little. It's all just like myth and record keeping from afar. But the understanding that we have right now does lead us to this conclusion that there had to be someone else who broke. If it wasn't Tom, then something else happened. Yeah. A very simple answer would be Shalon killed her mom. That sent her back to Braze. And then almost instantaneously, from Tom's perspective, she broke. And the desolation. I mean, began. after a few years, well, yeah, but yeah, Tom's I been rocking it for four thousand years, and she shows up and is like, two years later, I'm out, Tom. I'm sorry, but to each their own. This would lead us down a path where Odium had the torture victim that he wanted, not Tom, mm-hmm. and yet was still going through a bunch of plans to create the Everstorm, which we thought was the back door that started the desolation but tone was on rashar before the everstorm he preceded the everstorm right yeah because the everstorm is part of the desolation tone comes back the desolation begins with the everstorm but the fused use the everstorm as their portal yes but that's never happened before there's never been an everstorm before the everstorm was an idea that odium had to get around tone but then tone didn't break Something else happened. The Everstorm wasn't needed. It was still used because it was built up as a thing, like a, you know, a weapon. Well, do we know where in the timeline Venli first, like, bonds a Voidspren? Maybe that's the beginning of the Everstorm-ish, which, like, breaks the Oath Pact or, like, breaks the way that things work in some way, sending Talm back. Okay, okay. Fair enough. I think the timeline is just a little interesting, and I want to introduce one last little spoil-filled nugget right here at the end. If you don't want this information about the prologue to Stormlight 5 that was released... You've read this without me? Brooke does not want this information, but you might want this information. I think that this is important information for the conversation that we've had a final little bit of evidence from the future from the prologue to the book that doesn't exist yet if you do not want any spoilers from the prologue to stormlight 5 skip ahead exactly 90 seconds in the prologue for stormlight 5 the storm father mentions that a herald died the night gavilar was murdered oh Yes. Or shortly before Gavilar was murdered. We know for a fact that Shalon's mom and Gavilar die on the same day. Exactly. And that is then confirmed. Well, not that is confirmed. What you just said, we know. Yes. Shalon's mom dies the day that Gavilar is assassinated. Yes. In the Stormlight 5 prologue, the Stormfather says that a herald died shortly before Gavilar. He does not say it's Shalon's mom. But we know that Shallan's mom died shortly before Gavilar. And then the Stormfather is saying a herald died shortly before Gavilar. That's as close as the connections can possibly get. I think that we're on the right path here. But I also didn't want to begin with that bit of information. I wanted to end with it. It's the concluding statement. I will never forgive you for this. 
I want to be clear, I have not read the prologue. This is all speculation. I don't know if that's accurate. That could be a lie that some internet commenter said on a post that I read. But if that's accurate, then it really lines up with everything else we said, and I felt like I shouldn't leave it off. So for those of you that were just spoiled, very sorry, mainly to Brooke. (laughs) I'm just trying to uh, present another possible explanation. Yep, it's good. Because we're trying to, you know, fill up some of the mysteries, answer some of the riddles that are out there. But there is a lot of still substantial unknowns just about Shalon. And the question of what is formless answered by, oh, that's the herald that is me all along. Yeah. Would be kind of cool, too. Yeah. Like, you don't need to be a child of if you can just actually be the herald. (laughs) Fair enough. I don't necessarily think that's accurate, (laughs) but I think it was worth introducing as a possibility because go into the show links, click right now, the image from Rhythm of War of Chana in her herald garb looks very much like what I picture Shalon to look like. Definitely. Let us know if you think so too. Let us know who you think Shalon's mom is. Are you on the chana bandwagon do you have other theories is she a herald is she a nobody is she a skybreaker does she have magic powers answer these questions for us you can find us on all of the different social media feeds and patreon we are going to be starting our next book club on the patreon next week so if you have any desire to listen to all of our thoughts and theories and speculations about the Lightbringer series by Brent Weeks. Join us over on Patreon. We are both very excited to talk about that series. So you can find us over there. And until next time, life before death, strength before weakness, journey before destination. Well, to be fair, I don't think we know enough about Shalon's mom to say if she was a bad mom. Although she did try to kill her daughter. But maybe she had a good reason. Interesting. We don't know. Hold that hot take for the podcast. <laughs> Shalon deserved to die. <laughs> Coming to you. Maybe. So, okay, we're, we're going maybe. right into recording. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ten seconds of silence. Starting now.